we will start with the document. And uh, Mashud, can you post this? I'm not sure if everybody has this workbook, but if you don't, then uh, we'll post a link in the chat and you should be able to. Uh, this is a complete workbook that we put together. We spend a lot of time and effort in it. It's got examples of job posts. It's, it's got examples of videos of what these uh, different virtual assistants should be doing for you guys. And lots of other stuff, even on how to train these people and things like that. We may not be able to get into all the details today, but it's definitely going to be uh, something that you guys can look at uh, when you have some downtime and take it from there. All right. Obviously, how to hire the first virtual assistant for your digital marketing agency is the topic that we have today. But before we get into that, I think I would want most of you guys to go through that. That This is why I asked this particular question that how many of you guys have uh, more than one employee? So, you know, like even if you before you start to hire people, the first thing you should be asking is a set of questions where do you even need a virtual assistant right now in your agency? So depending on where you are in your agency journey, you may be able to start out with one virtual assistant in a set role or multiple roles or more than one too, depending on uh, how much you're doing in sales and all of that good stuff. So we did put together a checklist, uh, which is uh, linked to the bottom of the first page over here. I'll just quickly open this up. And if you're answering uh, more, uh, if you're answering yes to more than three of these questions, then I think you guys are ready to hire your first virtual assistant. And uh, some of these questions are, are you making at least $10,000 in monthly agency revenue? Do you have at least two full-time employees, including yourself? That's completely fine. Do you want to hire a full-time employee without thinking of long-term contracts, W-2, etc.? Are you interested in hiring a paid advertising specialist like social media marketing and things like that? Are you looking for an agency sales rep uh, who can close deals like you're used to closing and so on and on. So, so everything over here is pretty straightforward. I'm just going to pin myself here. Yeah. So, so these questions, you know, these are some really basic questions, but if you guys are saying yes to three or more of these questions, then I think you guys are uh, ready to get started with a VA and uh, some of the benefits of uh, hiring uh, the VAs obviously uh, frees up time by letting you step back from the day to day. So, so this is huge guys. And uh, uh, Mashud, do you mind posting uh, the link to the VA hiring guide where uh, we're talking about, I did the math on on how much money you can save by hiring for these key posts. Uh, if you can just post that, I think that would be incredibly beneficial for everyone on the call. So stepping back from the day-to-day -day, as agency owners, you know, I understand. And, you know, as I, I mentioned that, you know, I'm a veteran digital marketing agency owner myself. It's so hard to step back from the day-to-day. -day. And, you know, we're in that vicious cycle. We're trying to do some marketing, maybe go to a local event and do a talk. You get some business coming in from that. Then you go into that sales mode. Now you're closing some deals. As soon as you close a few deals, now you move into the account manager shoes and you're starting to do all of that stuff again. And then as soon as those, maybe you were taking on some project work and those uh, accounts are being fulfilled now, and, or maybe you lose a few customers in a month or something like that. And now you're back onto that uh, marketing bandwagon again. And it starts all over again. So, you know, we do feel like that we have a lot of control in this thing, but this particular setup has limitations to it. Uh, like I experienced, and I'm sure a lot of you guys experienced that as well, that, uh, you know, you can make a good income, you know, maybe even a hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand $150,000 in this particular setup by being a one-man band and doing things yourself but uh, you just cannot break through that threshold of uh, going to maybe a million dollars in annual revenue and you know continuing on a really uh, steady growth pattern uh, unless and until you decide to trust people and put people in the role that you are used to doing. So the roles that, you know, all of you guys are using, doing um, in most cases, I can probably guess them uh, and I'll talk about them just on the second page here, but this is huge that you, we all need to step back from these day-to-day -day activities in order for agencies to grow. And uh, yeah, so if you do hire a virtual assistant uh, in these key roles, uh, this is actually a cost saving uh, that you're going to be doing. Just think of it uh, and 
the VA hiring guide that uh, Mashud uh, would have shared by now, that's going to do some math for you guys in there as well. So, you know, just for example, if you are as an agency owner, you're making $150,000 in a year and you're doing sales, marketing, and maybe some account management could be a little bit of more of something else. Uh, you know, everybody may have a different situation, but you know, if you were to just hire a full-time account manager, for example, for $20,000 or hire a full-time sales rep for $19,000 could be up and down in that range. I'm talking about offshore employees right now, say $150,000, you actually save money by hiring the, for these key roles because all of a sudden you're not paying yourself $150,000 to do these three things. Now you've actually saved uh, around $90,000 by hiring these three people for $60,000. And you know, you're, you're obviously you take money home and things like that, but now you have all of this time available to do so much more with your agency, uh, grow it. Uh, and then these people that you put in these strategic positions, they're taking massive actions for you on a daily basis. The salesperson is massively on eight hours basis every single day, reaching out to people, booking new appointments, maybe for you or for the head of uh, sales. Marketing person is taking massive action. The account manager is constantly in contact with your clients and things like that. So uh, even if you just did this and stepped back, I would say, you know, the work off of your shoulders and things like that is worth it and saves you a ton of uh, not just money, but in a lot of headaches as well. And I think your, uh, your clients would probably thank you for that as well, because you're not doing everything yourself. Quickly scale your business. Definitely like, you know, again, if you're doing all of these things yourself or, you know, part of these things, then uh, the scale is not going to be there unless you try and offload some of these uh, responsibilities over to virtual assistants, strengthen weak areas. Again, you know, we were, you may be good at sales, you may be good at marketing, uh, but you can't tell me that you're good at everything over here inside, uh, inside an agency. I'm sure you guys are all great leaders, you know, and as part of uh, running a good organization, I think uh, being able to delegate and find the best people for the right job is uh, should be our primary responsibility. So again, you know, let's identify our weaknesses, areas we're really, really good at. Maybe some of these areas you still want to continue. Maybe you want to continue being the head of sales at this point, but find maybe that person for the marketing and the account management and just get that off of your plate. Those are some of the advantages. And then, you know, 24 seven customer service might be a little bit uh, off there. Some people do do that depending on the type of agencies uh, that they're operating. They have weekend operations as well. So with a virtual assistant, you can definitely uh, take care of that stuff as well. All right. So the three key roles that you guys need to hire for. So is everybody with me right now? Any questions so far? Am I making sense so far? Just a yes or a no would, uh, would be okay at this point. Yes. Awesome. All right. So the three key roles that we kind of identified and, you know, we have uh, just over a hundred people right now in our organization working with mainly digital marketing agencies across the U.S. and Canada, and almost all of them fit into one of these three roles. And number one, and uh, there's a reason that I have this order in, in place. Number one is marketing assistant. Number two is your appointment setter uh, or the sales rep. And number three is account manager. So depending on where you are in your agency journey, any one of these people or, you know, could be a multiple hires that you may need as well, depending on where you are. So if you're doing maybe $50,000, $60,000 in monthly revenue, then you may need to get an account manager and a marketing assistant or all three of these roles uh, fulfilled as soon as possible. But marketing assistant usually is uh, the best place to start out with just because, you know, as, as agency owners, I think the first thing that we, you know, as soon as we get busy with the day-to-day -day of our agencies, uh, our marketing's, marketing campaigns and things like that 
they just get, we're doing marketing for so many of our clients, but you know, our own gets neglected. And so, so, you know, so we, as soon as we realize that, oh, no, no, there's no more, uh, you know, sales inquiries or no more inquiries coming in, all of a sudden there's a marketing 911 and we're back to marketing again. So, so wouldn't it be amazing to have a marketing assistant who can help you out with running your marketing or outreach could be a cold outreach campaign, could be your Facebook ads, uh, could be your social media presence, doing your sales presentations, maybe even uh, so many activities the marketing assistant can do, you know, videos, uh, if a client is giving you a testimonial, taking that video testimonial, publishing it on uh, different social media uh, platforms. Uh, running the marketing department eight hours a day, Monday through Friday would be such a great blessing. I promise you that, uh, you know, what this is going to do is that uh, uh, within, uh, you know, 30, uh, 60, 90 days, you guys are going to start seeing a regular flow of leads coming in into your organization. And usually this is the first place that I would recommend that uh, each one, if you don't have these positions filled right now, uh, the marketing assistant is the per first person you want to place in uh, in these key roles. It's going to take some of your burden off. You don't have to, and you, you're you still there. You're still strategically guiding your marketing assistant. You know what works, where most of your uh, uh, leads are coming in from, and you get these guys to focus on those things. And then also these guys are able to do some of those things that as agency owners, we may have some, you know, uh, short uh, attention span. And, you know, that's just how we are as business owners. We go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And uh, hence, uh, we're, <laughs> we're in the agency world. But our marketing assistant is a completely different breed. And they should be able to focus on some of these mundane tasks. Like, for example, I'll give you an example of email outreach, for example. If you can figure out a way of getting email list within the target market or a niche that you guys are focused on and get them to uh, do this email marketing campaign for you day in and out, you know, send out uh, maybe between 80 to 100 150 emails a day and then track how many people are opening and then even get this person to maybe make uh, 20 to 30 phone calls for you on a daily basis you know for as a mark as an agency owner it might not be the best use of my time but for my marketing assistant who i'm hiring for say 12 between 12 and 15 dollars an hour uh, this should be a no-brainer and they should be spending their time taking massive action on a daily basis. Just imagine just, you know, as soon as somebody opens an email, your marketing assistant sends them an SMS through your CRM saying that I saw that you opened your email or you, you clicked on our appointment link, but you never booked the appointment. Is there a question I can answer so that you can talk to our uh, director of sales? Or maybe even just jump on the phone call and talk to that. Hey, Joe, I saw that you clicked on the, you know, Calendly link, but you never booked the appointment. Can I answer a quick question for you to maybe help you uh, book this appointment? And, you know, just push that uh, hot lead over to the sales department, which would be probably you in this case, but not for long if you continue uh, on this trajectory. So, so marketing assistant. Number one, appointment setter is number two. So appointment uh, appointment setter and account manager, I think uh, you don't have to kind of do two and three. I think they go side by side. But the appointment setter is really important, but you have to keep the appointment setter busy as well. So unless and until the marketing assistant gets the marketing department off the ground and uh, starts bringing in regular flow of leads for you, the appointment setter you know, the days of cold calling and things like that, I think those are in the past right now. You we are some of our VAs are doing that on a part-time basis, but the most successful appointment setters that we have in place uh, are in uh, agencies who have really solid uh, marketing pipelines and who have opt-in uh, funnels that are coming in. Even like uh, I said, that just cold email outreach, uh, imagine, you know, be, uh, having 30, maybe 50 people opening up your emails. They're not taking any action. They're just opening up your emails and they're just reading them, reading them. You're sending them a sequence of emails. And this is where the appointment setter would come in. And um, first of all, they'll call the people who replied back to you guys or clicked on some uh, uh, critical links. And then they start calling people who are regularly opening your emails. 
And that's going to be a very different conversation. You talk to Joe, you say, hey, Joe, I noticed that you've uh, checked out three of our emails. Can I have five minutes of your time or, you know, start building those relationships and things like that. And especially if you if you can afford some uh, money and have some of these opt-in leads coming in like we do right now, we have maybe five to 10 uh, people download our hiring guides and things like that. And we have these uh, hot leads coming in, people opting in. So uh, Zoya, who's on this call right now, who's our appointment setter and sales rep, uh, she simply just calls these people up. She says, asks, calls them up, says, hey, I saw that you uh, downloaded the VA hiring guide, uh, does a little uh, chit chat, and then sees if they qualify and books them onto our director of sales uh, calendar for a discovery call, and they come into our pipeline. So, so this is a very simple process, but I think a marketing assistant is prerequisite to this. If you can't afford both of these people, I would recommend start out with a marketing assistant because you can find a person who can do a bit of both marketing assistant and has a bit of inclination towards the sales side. And you know, to be honest, if you hire a person who is a marketing person and does not understand sales, then I think uh, there is a bit of a problem there. Anybody who's on the marketing side should understand uh, that sales uh, go hand in hand. And if they have to make uh, 20 to 30 phone calls on a daily basis, even as a marketing assistant, then uh, that's the type of person that you should be looking at. And uh, the last person, I think for you to completely step back from what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis is the account manager. I can't tell you how much time it took me to kind of step back from this particular role because, you know, I, I thought that, you know, all of my clients are working with my agency because of me and, you know, they need to have access to me at all hours of the day and, and night sometimes. And, uh, you know, so uh, my life has been so, so much easier, so much, you know, without tensions and thinking about what's going on with this client, things like that, since I had my account managers in place. And depending on how many clients you currently have, usually we recommend for every 20 to 30 clients, you should have at least uh, one account manager. And depending on the type of agency you're running, maybe even 10 to 15 um, clients uh, for that first account manager. But even if you want to step back from the day to day and you're at uh, 10, maybe 15 clients, getting that first account manager, I think will be such a huge blessing for you guys. Uh, because now all of a sudden you are not involved uh, in the day-to-day -day of your agency. You don't have to answer those phone calls. Your account manager takes care of them and they can probably take care of them a lot better than you can uh, because as agency owners, we're doing so many different things, you know, sales, marketing, all of that stuff. And then account management on top, having a dedicated person doing just account management, uh, taking care of your clients, getting their feedback, doing those monthly check-in calls uh, with your clients, getting, uh, you know, we with RepStack, we have quite a few uh, account managers too, and uh, we do a monthly check-in. And I think we have over uh, 20, 25 uh, video testimonials right now, just by these guys regularly checking in. And those video testimonials are such a huge impact on your business. And those video te testimonials go directly to our marketing person. And he, you know, starts running ads on Facebook and Instagram and things like that using those testimonials. So, so the account manager, and then also another thing that the account manager, if you have the right person in place in this particular position would do for you guys is that uh, they're also going to retain business and then also grow business. We at RepStack, uh, our clients average two VAs with us right now, you know, and part of the reason is that, you know, as soon as our account managers, if it's one month and our account manager is constantly checking in with the clients, uh, when they go on those calls with the client, they ask how things are going. If things are going great, they ask them, hey, what's your next need? And usually if they had a marketing assistant, then now they want an appointment setter or an account manager. So uh, similar, similarly for you guys, if you have these dedicated people in place, they're not only going to retain your clients, they're also going to grow those uh, accounts for you guys as well. And I can guarantee you, if you have the right person in the role there, they're going to do a better job than you can.
don't don't hold me to it maybe you guys are really really good at it uh, but uh, that would mean that then hire somebody for your marketing and appointment setting and uh, you know take control of your account managers but still have uh, start having people underneath you so over here we have some sample job uh, posts for marketing assistant you guys can like i said that you guys can take this and then we also have these documents that i'm not going to go into details of but these are like details of uh, what a marketing assistant can do, position overviews, example job posts uh, that we are currently using to hire for these positions. So you guys can go ahead and, you know, feel free to use the job descriptions and just post away if you guys are planning to do the hiring yourself. And everything that these guys should be doing for you guys. Uh, we also have benchmarks here for a marketing assistant, for example, uh, leads generated five to 10 per day. 25 to 50 per week, 100 to 200 per month. So this is a full-time uh, marketing assistant. Then this is the amount of activity they should be doing. And then on the sales side, it should translate into three to five booked appointments per week and at least 15 per, per month for you guys. We also have our hiring process. This is a rep stack process. Well, uh, you guys can obviously, we just kind of wanted to outline this for you on uh, how we kind of uh, do the hiring for our clients. Uh, but we'll also talk to you guys about how uh, you can do it on your uh, by yourself as well. So we go through uh, multiple interview processes. Uh, R1 is round one, round two, round three. And, uh, then there's a dry run, which is round fourth. And then there's a meetup with the client. Usually we have around, by the time we get the VA in, in front of the client, we have around 90 to 95% uh, approval rate on that uh, last call uh, just because of uh, this process. And we've kind of laid out the entire process for you guys over here. And then uh, if you guys are really new to this and you don't know how you're going to keep your uh, marketing assistant busy, then we got some fundamental uh, things that you guys can learn over here and start out over here, figure out your messaging, marketing, and uh, who the market is, uh, what the messaging should be, and uh, get started there. And uh, I just quickly want to play one of our uh, virtual assistants, uh, who is Rija, and just kind of give you guys a peek into the day of uh, Rija's life. I think this is going to be exciting. It's going to kind of open up uh, uh, on what some of our VAs are doing and then how you guys should be able to use, say, a marketing assistant. So Rija is a marketing assistant. I'm going to quickly play this video for you guys. Hi everyone, my name is Raja and I work with Pollyanna. I'll be giving you a peek into what I do throughout my day as a RepStack PA. The first thing that I do is that I make sure that my time doctor is up and running to log all my work hours and my work hours. And based on the importance and urgency of a particular assignment, I take on that project and I start working on that. So it depends if I have to work on Google Docs or Google Sheets. So for example, I have to come up with a new script. I'll open my Google Docs, I'll write my script, I'll add my manager and I'll add my boss to it so that he can directly make changes to it and um, just, you know, uh, make the process very streamlined. Currently, I'm working on a four four week outreach campaign with Poliana for about 100 prospects uh, through which we cold call, we email them, we reach out to these prospects through social media platforms. For social media, I have access to my boss's Facebook group and Facebook account. From here, I reach out to different businesses and uh, just let them know that, hey, we're Poliana, we do this. Would you be interested in taking on SEO for your HVAC business? I do the same for LinkedIn and the same for Instagram. So once I'm done with the social outreach, I move on to my calling outreach and I use the platform called Go High Level for this purpose. And it lets you call prospects from my country to any uh, to any country specifically for this project we're targeting us citizens so yeah just from sitting at my home i can call up people and i can tell them about the awesome things that poliana is doing for them and uh, if they would be interested in becoming a part of our legacy once i'm done with making the calls doing the social outreach going going through their emails and letting them know about our offers and our prospects um, i move on to a few trainings if i have the time in the day 
I log on to my members dot seven figure agency account, and you can see that we have, uh, you know, availability of this awesome resource of lots and lots of trainings about how to land clients and how to basically excel in your business. Once I'm done with everything that I do throughout my eight hours of work, I move back to Basecamp and I fill out an end of the day report. So an end of the day report entails everything that I have done in one single day and all the targets that I've met, and it also gives me and my bosses and the rest of the employees of Poliana a look into a peek into what um, you know could be expected in the next couple of days. So this would be it from my side. Uh, I hope you all have a good day. Take care. Bye bye. So uh, exciting day for Rija every single day. So this is uh, so imagine uh, a marketing assistant doing something similar for you guys uh, eight hours a day, uh, Monday through Friday, taking this massive action. And, you know, Rich is working on multiple different campaigns. And, and also in this particular document, we have a few other, uh, uh, we have uh, Rabia's video as well. So feel free to take a look at it. We have Sunia's video over here as well. So they're all doing a slightly different as you, all of you guys will have slightly different needs as well. So take a look at it, but this is basically the marketing assistant role. Take a look at that. Uh, so the appointment setter role, like I explained earlier, this is this along with your uh, account manager are kind of parallel. Uh, both of them you can hire for depending on where you are in your uh, journey. Again, we have the example job post over here, the duties of the sales assistant, what they should be doing, job requirements and some benchmarks that we've given you. Um, so calls and connections, 30 plus per day. Some of our VAs are doing 80 plus if they're just strictly doing phone calls, um, 150 per week, 300 per month, and then appointments booked again, you know, between three and four per week and minimum 15 appointments booked for the director of sales on a monthly basis. And I think those 15 calls should easily turn into three to five uh, new accounts opened up for you guys on a monthly basis and get that uh, uh, sales process going automatically on a monthly basis. And as agency owners, you guys won't have to worry about going back to marketing and then sales and then account manager, being an account manager. Our hiring process for RepStack is very similar in this. Uh, we have this uh, four interview process and then the client interview. So, and we'll talk a little bit more about this stuff. And then we're talking a little bit about uh, inbound lead flow, follow-up, how this person should be utilized. Like I said, that if you have a, a funnels already set up, the appointment setter is just going to crush it for you guys. And I'm just quickly going to pray, play one of our uh, VAs who is an appointment setter and uh, start out with his client as well, uh, his testimonial. What's up, Henry? Just wanted to shoot a quick video to say thank you. You're crushing it. You're such a great addition to our team. We appreciate you so much. Doing a great job, Frank and Oli on the phones, following up on high level, booking appointments and helping us grow the business. So thank you. Hey guys, this is Henry Adams. I work with Josh Nelson in the Seven Figure Agency as a sales assistant. I make outbound sales calls and take inbound sales calls as well. Now we use the Go High Level CRM, this one, and Seven Figure Agency to make outbound calls and take inbound calls. And uh, my job is to call each person one by one in our funnel and see if they're interested in setting up a strategy session. And if they are, I move them into my strategy session tracking sheet. Now, in the last three months, I've made close to 2,000 calls out of which 500 calls were picked up and I booked 92 of them to be exact right here. Uh, I booked, blocked out the names and numbers for obvious reasons for the client. And uh, apart from that, uh, this is what my day end report usually looks like. Uh, so as you guys can see, I have two different phones that I use in this uh, and that specific day, uh, our code outreach funnel and our book funnel. And uh, from here, you guys can see that I made 37 calls in the cold outreach funnel, out of which one call was picked up. And I sent in the link to the calendar because he was busy at the time. And in the other funnel, I got 15, I made 15 calls, out of which one was picked up and I booked one. And lastly, this is the uh, pre-booked funnel that I had the scheduled call with him. And he was uh, qualified for our program. So I booked him onto uh, my coach's Arnaldo's calendar. Now, in a week, I get an average of about five bookings and 20 in a month. And uh, this 
also this is uh, our the time doctor application that each website uh, VA uses. It monitors our time and productivity and takes regular screenshots so you guys know where you're spending your money on and uh, definitely it's not being wasted. All right, so that's pretty much. Similarly, the account manager. Account manager is uh, most important roles uh, that you guys uh, need to look at. Again, we have uh, job posts, example job posts, everything that you should be looking at uh, in your uh, next account manager, some benchmarks that we've uh, set out over here for you guys. A couple of key benchmarks for the account managers are uh, number of accounts they are maintaining and uh, growing current accounts. Uh, so, you know, so are, if you have the account manager in place, uh, these are really, really important key factors to look at that uh, are they maintaining because you know obviously you want to have this person in there but they can't be uh, um, dropping off clients for you guys the whole idea is to uh, perform at the same level as you were or maybe better than you so the number of accounts uh, marketing assistant mashud is fixing this uh, uh, for me as we go so number of accounts they're maintaining is huge over here and then also like i said that uh, you know, our clients are averaging two VAs right now. And part of the reason is because we have a strong account management team and uh, they go in regular follow-ups with the clients and they bring us more orders in. So, you know, your account manager should be able to, and their bonus structure and things like that should be focused around how many accounts they're maintaining and uh, what are the growth uh, levels they're bringing in from the current accounts that you guys have in place. So this is a very in-depth uh, document. Again, feel free to use it as you guys want. And then we have uh, an account manager over here, a couple of them uh, that you guys can go, go through. I won't play the video right now, but you guys get a gist of how these guys work, but feel free to uh, watch these videos uh, when you have some time. So sample job posts over here again, uh, sales assistant, marketing assistant, and the account manager. Some of this stuff is repeating from some of the inner documents there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to move into the pre-screening process. So when you guys do decide to hire for these roles, uh, by the way, obviously we are a placement company for digital marketing agencies. Uh, we'd be happy to uh, take care of these roles for you and uh, you know provide you uh, pre-screened candidates. But if you do decide to uh, hire them yourselves, uh, we recommend a uh, couple of, uh, actually three different uh, platforms. Uh, which would be Fiverr, Upwork, and onlinejobs.ph. So obviously RepSack is one of them, but Fiverr, Upwork, and onlinejobs.ph. So everything that you guys are learning over here, if you guys decide not to work with us, you guys can just take it to Upwork, for example, and post that job on there and just follow our process uh, to find the best person uh, for that particular role. And uh, so pre-screening process. So once you guys do have those uh, jobs up and running, a really good rule of thumb is that get them to send a video or a voicemail intro, because uh, especially on the marketing assistant side and on the appointment setter side, the accents are really, really important. And hopefully you guys did see some of this stuff uh, in RVAs that, uh, you know, we make sure that the accents are uh, really, really important to our clients to us as well. So, you know, a video or a voicemail intro will kind of, you know, weed out the people, unfortunately, that we can't be working with uh, because our clients expect certain amount of, uh, you know, understanding of the English language and things like that. And on the, on the marketing assistant side, you can uh, do with a bit of a thicker accent, but as long as there's no grammar issues there. So as long as uh, she has the perfect grammar, uh, but still has a bit of a thicker accent. But on the appointment setter side, you definitely want somebody who has a nice and clean accent. Um, this person should be able to uh, send you a video or a voicemail intro, uh, should make your life a lot easier. And then also on those video and uh, voicemail intros, what you want to do is that you want to uh, look out for grammar issues as well. If they have really clean accents and they're making grammar mistakes, then that's going to translate into their writing, and you just don't want that. So, so that's that's something that uh, you should be on the lookout for. Accent uh, would be especially important for appointment setter. And 
account manager as well, because account manager is going to be the face of your company. They're going to be dealing with your clients day in and out, and they're going to be writing out emails. Uh, they're going to be maybe sending out SMSs, and they're going to be talking on Zoom and phone calls and things like that. So you want to make sure that this is uh, priority number one. Uh, we also recommend a Colby assessment for your uh, new hire. And um, what that uh, basically, there, there are several different assessment tools out there. It's a personality uh, a profile test. And uh, we've been using this for some time. And if you do decide to work with us, uh, uh, one uh, Colby test is free uh, if you guys decide to work with us. But we do recommend that you get the person that you are going to be hiring, uh, take uh, some sort of personality test. Just so you know what type of personality they're bringing to the table. For example, with uh, Colby, you're able to find out the right type of people, who, you know, with that personality profile. Uh, are they going to be getting bored really easily or are they going to breaking the processes that you have in place? Or, uh, you know, are if you assign them a particular task, they're just going to be able to do it day in and out. So, you know, having that uh, assessment done upfront kind of gives you an idea that, hey, this person has a high follow through or a high fact finder. Those are basically the Colby assessment uh, lingo I'm talking about. But if you have a nice follow through person and a person who likes to find facts before they do anything, that's an indication that uh, they'll be good as an account manager. They'll be good as a marketing assistant and they'll be good as a appointment center for you as well. So highly recommended that you do some sort of uh, personality assessment as well. All right. So on the interview side, uh, these are just some basic questions that you guys should be asking uh, during the interview. Take these questions. You can ask some of these. You can ask all of these. Uh, if you guys are doing the hiring yourself, simple questions. But some of these, you know, you'd be surprised on the things that you learn on how people answer these questions. Uh, like just tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, some people just get confused. Other people, like if you're hiring for a role as an appointment setter and they're really confident, they're on their feet, they're telling you, uh, you know, about themselves and what they like to do and things like that. Those are the type of people you want to work with. So, you know, simple questions, uh, basic questions, but uh, really, really important that you ask them. And uh, if you do decide to work with us, then uh, we take care of all of these questions for you guys. We preset uh, these questions for you. So you guys usually won't have to worry about asking any of these questions. And that's why we don't even, when our clients come to an in interview with the VAs, we call them an intro call uh, because they're usually very easy and uh, low key. It's uh, not like uh, you're going to have to ask them 10, 20 different questions and things like that. Expectations. So once you do decide to go with a particular person, maybe one or two, so setting the expectation right from day one is extremely critical. You know, you wanna you wanna make sure that uh, your people are responsive, they're resourceful. Uh, honesty is such a huge uh, thing right now, especially with everybody working remotely. You know, this is a non-negotiable for us. You want to test them. You want to make sure you let them know that, hey, this is something that, you know, everything else you can come back from. But uh, I can't instill a strong work ethic or if there's an honesty related issue, there's no coming back from those two things. So, you know, for skills and things like that, we can teach you. But as soon as there's an honesty issue. So if they know these things from day one, then uh, I think you're going to have uh, longevity in your virtual assistant. So, so, you know, you're basically from day one, you're setting them up with success because you're making sure you're letting them know of your expectations that these things are extremely important to you hard work innovative and then obviously ask for help they should be easy they, you should be available to them or whoever they're going to be reporting to uh, so that they can ask for help some we've seen this in the past where you know you hire a va and you magically think that all the problems are going to go away that's not the case. You're still going to be there. You're going to have to provide them a structure. You're going to have to, for example, for a marketing assistant, if they don't have a list that you haven't purchased, the, how are they going to run uh, your outreach for you or email marketing campaign and things like that? And then they need to have somebody 
who they need to report back to, who's going to be their coach or their boss or their mentor. And, uh, and then, you know, you help them grow that way. So if you just hire them and you just uh, kind of are thinking about uh, forgetting about them, it's uh, probably not going to work. All right. So I think hiring process uh, is uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, we've uh, talked about this uh, already. I'm going to go into a pre-onboarding process. So, so usually when you hire your virtual assistant, what's going to be the, after you've set the expectations and everything, you're going to go into an onboarding process where you want to have everything ready for the VA, their email addresses, you know, your access to their Slack and, uh, you know, what their first day is going to look like, what their first week is going to look like on their, in terms of their trainings and things like that. So you want to plan for all of this stuff ahead of time. We at RepStack, uh, uh, because we were doing this quite often, uh, we decided to add an extra step on our end. If you guys are able to do this with talent from Upwork, Fiverr, or onlinejob.ph, uh, all the power to you. It may scare away some of these people, but you know, if you're willing to pay them for you know, set say three days of testing or something like that, then uh, I would highly recommend that you implement this uh, process on your own as well. We do this for each one of our clients. We call it the pre-onboarding. So what this process is that you know, we've gone through one, two, three, four, sometimes even five or six interviews before we bring that person to the table in front of the client. Uh, but we really haven't tested out their work ethic. So what we want to do over here is in the pre-onboarding process is we want to test out this person with about a 16 to 24 hours of uh, working experience and testing. Really what we're looking for is looking for a strong work ethic and we're looking for any red flags. So if the VA is logging in late, for example, on their day one, uh, on their pre-onboarding, um, if, uh, you know, if there's some issues, like they said that they can do this particular task, but they're completely uh, a loaf on what uh, graphic design is or what Canva is and things like that. Um, you know, so some of these things we test out for our clients or we build them a single cent. And if there is a red flag that we need to catch, we're take, we're going after those red flags, like, uh, like a hawk. So if there is one, what we would do is that if we find in worst case scenario, if we did find that after everything, we found uh, some issues, uh, we'll pull the plug on it. We'll tell the client that, hey, this guy, we, we had an issue. We're going back to the drawing board and we'll find you somebody else. At least in this particular case, uh, the client did not have to bring them in into their organization. And, uh, you know, this person may uh, had been turned back after one or two weeks anyway. So we'll probably preempt that in this particular process. We also use these uh, three days of training to kind of set up a 90-day learning path for the VA because the first 90 days of learning is extremely important. So, you know, if it's the CRM training, anything like that, basically discussing with the clients and things like that. And we have a template of our 90-day training plan over here as well. So if you guys are hiring them yourself, I highly recommend that you guys put together the first 90 day training plan or the learning path for them. And, you know, there might be a CRM that you guys want them to work on. Uh, there might be a graphic design platform that you want them to work on, video editing, whatever you may need for your organization. You put that in a learning path and you hold them accountable to that. So we, we do that in our pre-onboarding with the VAs. And then we also do a stress test. Uh, and you also want to do this if you're hiring yourself, then definitely stress test uh, uh, work from home setup. In this, you want to check out the internet speeds. Uh, minimum 15 megabits per second is recommended. Uh, with this particular speed, they can easily make phone calls and things like that for you as well power backups in place, uh, work laptop with the right hardware provided to the VA. If, uh, if you're not providing, then make sure that they have this uh, machine uh, ready to go. Um, do they have a VPN to log into your accounts, maybe Facebook and Instagram and things like that. Then verifying this particular setup and then also setting up their time doctor. So, you know, if you're using Upwork, for example, they do have a built-in application for that to track time and things like that. So I recommend that you use that. Uh, if you go through us, all our VAs are on time doctor. So those reports would be uh, going back to you guys on a weekly basis. 
and then camera and lighting is really important as well so you know like having a proper work area things like that because uh, a lot of these people may not be used to working from home might be their first job working from home but uh, making sure that they have a dedicated space with proper lighting a good camera will ensure that you know you guys are talking to them face to face like we are right now and communicating is so much important these days you guys all know where we're all probably zoomed out by now but uh, you you know what i'm talking about so uh, but having that face to face interaction this is all we have if the cameras are off then you know you're missing out on a big dimension of uh, their personality so here's a process for onboarding so when you guys are doing this yourself uh, you definitely want to look at this uh, uh, what tools uh, need to be set up for them? Who will set the, uh, these up? Create a checklist. You know, have everything organized before they onboard, before their day one with you guys. What will their orientation process look like? Initial day, accessing tools, software, communication, expectations. So do all of this stuff on their on their day one. How will they be trained uh, in what you expect them to do? Orientation on the role training on the day-to-day and things like that. So the onboarding is going to be a huge part of uh, your overall process. So make sure you make this process uh, really, really good. Uh, We have a really great onboarding process where, you know, our account manager, the VA and the client are on that call. You know, we've already gone through the pre-onboarding process. So the onboarding process gets a lot easier. Most of these things are already taken care of in the pre-onboarding process. So it's a lot easier if you decide to go with RepStack, but uh, if you're doing it on your own, then just make sure that uh, you follow this guideline and uh, you should be good to go on that. All right, so uh, ongoing training, management, and accountability. There's uh, lots of good stuff over here. Ongoing trainings are a must. We do ongoing trainings on a bi-weekly basis, sometimes on a weekly basis as well. Weekly uh, CRM trainings. Uh, so so th- these are all processes inside of RepStack, but it will give you an idea of how much time and attention you guys will need to give to your VA so that they're uh, successful. And um, also following up, uh, for example, tracking tracking their end of day reports. Uh, some of the VAs you must have seen in the videos, uh, their end of day reports are critical because it sets the pace on how how they did in the entire day. Just looking at a VA's end of day report will tell you how much engaged they were throughout the day. Um, you know, if the end of day report is full of different things they were doing and they're talking about different things and it's really in depth. That, that's a usually usually a good sign that your VA is doing really, really great. But uh, if the end of day report is to the point and minimalist, you know, there's usually a problem there. So, you know, A, they're submitting that report and uh, B, how in-depth that is, is a good tracker for you. And then also the, you know, the time tracking application that you should have in place. So Upwork reports, or in our case, time doctor reports, those are very, very in-depth. The account manager should be able to, or in your case, if you're directly working with them, you should be able to go into those reports and review those reports and see if, and they, and this could be used for coaching as well, guys, because sometimes uh, you can go into a report like time doctor and you can say that this person is taking extra hours on making a particular post maybe for Instagram. And that's a time for you to coach. Okay, can you take this training? And now you've cut down that one hour that they were taking on a particular task to maybe 30 or 15 minutes. So so it's not just to catch these guys, do something, maybe watch some uh, uh, YouTube cat videos, but it's also an opportunity to coach your VAs into cutting their cutting short time that they they might be taking on a task that you know can be be done uh, a lot easier. All right, so we're nearing the end. I just want to kind of give you a comparison of uh, the hiring process uh, between RepStack and Fiverr. And uh, the red basically means that uh, these are the tasks that you guys are going to be doing yourself. And the green means that uh, these are done for you. So obviously on our end, you book a discovery call. And uh, if you decide to work on Fiverr, Upwork, onlinejobs.ph, something like that, you define a budget, you figure out, uh, you know, so so we've kind of listed a USA-based VA usually starts at $20 per hour. Offshore quality uh, VA will be between $7 and $15 an hour. 
So something like that. And then obviously step two, step three, step four, we take care of these for you. On this side, uh, you would be doing create a job description. So we've kind of given you that job description for whichever role you want to hire. Just take that, modify it for your agency and post away. Then shortlisting, start your shortlisting process. Uh, you know, get them to send you those uh, audio clips. Video clips are better. I prefer video clips for sure, because you can see a different dimension in that uh, uh, process. You can see how prepared that person was, uh, or they, did they just, uh, you know, got off their bed and recorded that video for you. So, so it gives you a very different dimension if they were to send you a video. I'm the best person assess their abilities. Uh, we've kind of given you a lot of guidelines over here, how you can do that. One of uh, one thing that sometimes we do is a Slack-based interview as well. So depending on which position a VA might be going into, you know, having them uh, do a written interview on Slack uh, tells you a number of things on how their English is going to be. Is it going to work for your North American market or not? and uh, how their grammar is and things like that. So just, just an idea, uh, you guys can do some different things over here, but there's a ton of ideas over here that if you just stick to those, you should be able to find somebody really great. Hire the freelancer. Obviously, you know, once you've gone through the entire process of uh, uh, assessing them, finding the right person, it's now time to hire the person. You want to also have a NDA with them and a signed contract uh, on, on platforms like Upwork, there is going to be a general contract, but it doesn't hurt if you need to sign, get them to sign a, a NDA for yourself. Uh, I would say that uh, the better, you know, the, the more legal documents that you have signed initially, just get that done and taken care of. Uh, the better it is, it just covers you uh, in the long run. And then worst case scenario, if it doesn't work, uh, work out, you just rinse and repeat the whole process and uh, you, you try again till you find the right person. And there are going to be, even in our case, uh, with everything that we've got going on on our side, we have a lot of processes. Sometimes the person, even with the pre-boarding process, we've had these cases where, you know, a person has gone through the five, six interviews and we've gone, taken them through the pre-boarding process. We've onboarded them with the client, but a month in, um, it just wasn't the right fit. And if that happens, it's that's okay. Sometimes you'll have to go back to the drawing board and find that right person for your organization and person who is the right fit. And um, that's just uh, part of a uh, hiring process. So uh, be okay with that and uh, you'll be fine. All right. So on the performance benchmark, we've kind of listed out uh, some day end reports over here. So you guys can... Uh, Take a look at these day and reports. There's some videos, more videos over here as well. But here are some uh, day and reports that uh, your day and report can, you know, if it's looking something like this, then, uh, you know, your virtual assistant is doing good to check out this one. Uh, this is like a entire, you know, blog, uh, <laughs> blog post. This could be, uh, this one is big as well. So, so, you know, so, and these are Available to you guys, use them as you may. When you do hire your VA, show them what a good day and report looks like so that they know what they're doing and, you know, how they need to report and things like that. And, uh, and you don't have to reinvent the wheel, just show them some of these reports and you should be go. So there's day and reports for sales assistants and there's day and reports for uh, account managers as well. And um, I also wanted to just give a shout out to, uh, our business coach, uh, coach who's uh, Josh Nelson, uh, he's been fundamental uh, in our growth as well. Uh, he runs an operation called the Seven Figure Agency. So if you guys don't have a lot of these uh, processes set up right now, I recommend that you look at uh, Seven Figure Agency. And uh, I think that's going to be, especially for some of you who are, you know, uh, still at uh, the growing phase or, you know, close to or less than $10,000 a month or right around that mark. And you may not have a lot of these processes in place. You know, Josh Nelson opens up his uh, entire agency and gives you swipe and deploy files for, you know, even hiring these type of people and what kind of roles uh, uh, they might be going into and what work uh, they can do for you guys. And you can just throw a lot of work at them and just tell them to, hey, take this training with Josh Nelson and just start doing this uh, cold outreach for me and things like that. So, so I highly recommend that uh, you look at the seven figure agency.